Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. And happy Tuesday, everybody. We have a very special guest today. I'm so excited to welcome Remy Cruz, who is an amazing lifestyle content creator she does podcasts she does it all and her amazing recipes that she has on her channels on tiktok on whatever platform you're on are phenomenal and really really good so you definitely want to just open up whatever platform that you want to and look up her recipes for stuff because they are all delicious um remy and i just break it down we talk about her journey into content creation um we break down that's so funny we break down what was it the what trip was it was it the tart trip that's what we can talk about the tart trip like we just it gets chaos but remy breaks it down she's sweet she's everything and talks also about brand partnerships and brand alignment so you want to definitely take notes about that but everybody grab a snack grab a pen grab a notepad whatever you want and get ready for a truly amazing episode Hello, Remy. How are you? Welcome to the studio. Hi, hello. I'm so happy. So intimate. I love this. We love to see it. Yes, (laughs) this is beautiful. Um, Everybody, we are in the studio, aka my TikTok studio. So if you all see the the TikToks, this is where they all go down. You renegated right over there. Right right over there. Right over there. there. (laughs) The scene of the crime. (laughs) But Remy, to kick off our show, we always ask um, what the term a young influential means to you. Ooh. I have to say, I think my brain immediately goes to being like to Disney stores. And also, I think just like uh, I started my career, my social media career in the era kind of like when Disney stores were still very big and upcoming. So I kind of think being a good role model to people, I think to uh, my peers and my viewers and just being someone that they can watch and rely on for a decade. Come on with that perfect. <laughs> Thank you so much. I was really nervous. Yes, I just think of did like how influential they were for me, and then I think of like my videos for other people. Yes. That's what I was trying to say. No, when you said that, I really think of the. 
<laughs> I like practice. I still practice that. Oh, me too. Because we never know when Wizards of the really Place is going to come back or yes. like whatever. Like, Absolutely. Anytime there's a stick in my hand, it's just, just like, yeah, I can't no, stop so, it. <laughs> yeah, at the bar, just like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my God. Speaking of starts, so like, uh, were there any big uh, creators and media people like growing up that you watched that kind of inspired you to want to enter this space? For sure. I, growing up, there wasn't a ton of Asian representation on, you know, TV or movies or things like that. But when I discovered YouTube, there were so many beautiful Asian women making specifically beauty content. That's how I found YouTube. Uh, I found on my iPhone, or not iPhone, iPod Touch. My aunt gave me an iPod Touch, the first original. I found the YouTube app pre-installed, opened that app because I was just so enticed by everything. And I found this creator named Purse Buzz, and I fell in love with her videos. She's making like hair tutorials, makeup tutorials, things like that. And then I found all these other Asian creators where I was like, oh my God, they look like me. And I've never had this before. I'm seeing how to do makeup on my eye shape that I've never seen. I'm seeing like hairstyles on like hair textures and things. So um, Purse Buzz, Michelle, Fun, oh, like obviously Michelle, the OG, yeah. yes. <laughs> Michelle Fun. Um, there were like so many Fafinetics X3, I think that was her name. Like all these old YouTubers who I just loved so much and paved the way for me today. No, I love that. Like Michelle Fine, like I had gone for days about I like she the fact that she's now in the web three space, it's like a whole nother like it's insane. discussion. It's like, really crazy. Yeah, like, she's like <laughs> reinvented herself so many times it's where I'm insane. just like I could go on. Honestly, like, it's just so inspiring, truly. That's, like, all it is. Like, inspiring. Just iconic. Yes. But, like, did you, like, study anything to, like, kind of, like, craft it more? Because I know, like, a lot of creators are like, oh, yeah, like, I studied advertising, marketing, branding to kind of, like, use those skills. Like, was there anything that you, like, did to kind of help shape, like, a little bit more, like, knowledge about that space or no. just jumped in? <laughs> just jumped Absolutely in? <laughs> not. Absolutely not. I just made videos and then I learned so much, obviously, from my peers and all of my friends and created, like, a nice little community of creators that we all teach each other so many things. But other than that, just making videos in my room. That's how I started. I love that. Yeah. And that's honestly the way to start. Like, people are always like, oh, I got to wait till I get, like, my ring lighter. I get a studio. Because I remember, like, uh, the YouTube space LA, like, everybody be like, I got to wait till I can use the YouTube space or wait till I go. And then people are like, no, you just got to start and, like, you'll get better as Absolutely. you go. Absolutely. That's exactly how it is. I started on my... Uh, my mom's camera initially, and then I upgraded and got not even it was actually not an upgrade. It was probably a downgrade. But I started filming <laughs> on my MacBook webcam, yes. and that was really it. I eventually was able to save enough to get a camera, and from there made the videos. Like honestly, like I remember, I'm trying to think of like early favorites like Jacqueline Hill and yes. Laura Lee and all of them who like started like you said like on their webcam or like the, remember the bad transition? Oh like, yes. So we all were just like didn't know what we were doing. We were just like <laughs> just putting stuff together. Yes. All the iMovie transitions, <laughs> yeah. the sound yeah. effects, the little sparkles every time. And so like what was your first video? I'm always curious like people's like first video like YouTube video. Yeah was. I did um I've actually started, I had this thing where I would start a channel and delete it, start a channel and delete it. <laughs> but for the channel, my main channel currently, Miss Remy Ashton, my first video was a haul. I had just gotten my driver's license and I drove myself to Walmart oh, and I yeah, bought yeah. some random things for like summer camp that I was going to and just like random things I wanted at Target, made a haul and then posted that. Oh my gosh, I love that. <laughs> it was a really <laughs> random video, honestly. <laughs> and like expanding from that, like whenever you're deciding like what content to do, like I know a lot of times people are like, Oh, I just tried a bunch of different things and then I see what sticks. Like, did you end up creating like a content strategy? Like, as you start, as your channel started to grow and you started to see that, oh, people like this type of video or that type of video, like, how did you kind of 
kind of create like a schedule of what to film? I think I got really lucky by growing up in the lifestyle girly phase <laughs> where everybody was kind of doing similar-ish videos to each other. So it was really easy to kind of emulate and also, you know, do tags and things that were already getting big that kind of, regret, you know, getting traction um, from like what's in my purses to like makeup routines, room tours, those sorts of videos. Um, but as for content strategy – over the past decade, I've always just kind of made my content around whatever I'm really interested in at the time. So when I was younger, it was when I was getting into makeup, I did like dance competitions and things. I was always around makeup, wanted to learn how to do it well because I was really <laughs> bad at it. So that's why I started doing those. Um, and then I, you know, went to college. So I started making like a lot of DIY dorm decor videos because I wanted to decorate my dorm. Those really took off. Um, then I started doing cooking because I liked cooking. And then I started doing more like apartment decor stuff because I moved into my first apartment. So it just kind of always circled around my life, which made the content come very easily. I love that. And we're going to dive back into more after this quick commercial break, guys. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brand or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. I love that. And so speaking of like just making all the different content and stuff, I know we've all talked about like the creator burnout and all that stuff. Like, is there a method that you do to kind of do you like batch content or do you take breaks? Like, how do you kind of deal with burnout and just like running, like doing all that? All of the above. <laughs> I've just, I, I've over the years, I've learned so much from again watching my peers. Like, my best friend Alicia has been super vocal about her own burnout, whether it's on her channel or her podcast or just to me in confidence as my best friend. So, I try to learn a lot from her and I look up to her so much in her career and everything like that. So, I've learned a lot from her. Um, and then also just, kind of being in tune with how I'm feeling and and making sure that I am trying to avoid that as much as possible. But we all get burnt out to every degree for everything that we're doing. Um, but for me personally with work, I would say I take breaks for sure. Like, uh, for instance, I do Vlogmas every year. I've done it for yes. nine years straight. And that's where you vlog <laughs> 
December 1st to December 25th in a row and you upload every single day and it is a marathon and it's a lot of work but it's really fun but after I used to try to keep going but that would kind of burn me out for the new year so now I've been really in tune I'm like okay last couple weeks honestly I posted very sporadically this month just taking time so that I'm excited to start the new year off Um, like taking breaks like that I think also having a really good strategy content strategy and content schedule has worked for me. For instance, I like to compartmentalize. So like Tuesdays for me is podcast days, Wednesdays and Thursdays are YouTube days and then or main channel days and then Mondays and Fridays are vlog days. So I'm kind of like able to differentiate and not get too mixed up with things. Also delegating has been huge Ooh. for me. Yes. I've been able to hire on so many amazing employees to help me with so many other tasks that were just overwhelming me before that I felt like were not allowing me to make the best work possible or best content possible. So doing all those things in conjunction, I think, have kept me sane. No, that's true because I remember – I'm trying to think, like, I remember Jacqueline Hill, like, posted a video, like, ages ago that was like, you guys, I finally got an editor. Like, I'm not staying up all night doing that because I feel like a lot of people don't realize – all the work, like you said, like when you do Vlogmas, like I think of Zoella who always does Vlogmas yes. and all the other OGs that did it. And it's like the editing that goes into that. And then like, like you said, you're doing it every day for like 25 days. It's insane for and sure. it's tiring. Mm-hmm. And so when you can finally like get somebody to help you or a team, like that's nothing to be ashamed of. A lot of people used to like shame, be like, oh, she has an editor. Like, oh, he's getting help. It's like, do you not know all the work that yeah, goes into that? That's how I feel. I mean, when you think about it, like an editor is also a full-time job within itself and being a content creator or specifically, especially YouTube, I think for me, because I've tried so many other things. Like YouTube is so many, you wear so many hats at once. You're filming, you're being the creative director, you are being the talent, you are editing, you're doing, um, you know, just everything for it. Even like social promos, like that's also a job within itself. So it's a lot. And being able to find people also who I, for a fact, I'm a horrible editor. And I know that. I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. I know so many YouTubers that are like, I love editing. And, you know, giving up editing was the hardest thing to do. And I was like, as soon as I could afford, I was like, someone take it. Please, someone take it. Because I'm stuck on iMovie. I'm so bad at it. So also being able to recognize, you know, what you might be lacking and being able to find someone who is great at that. Like, it's only going to strengthen your content. Yeah, like, I feel like that's nothing to be ashamed of. Like, I know during the um, pandemic, during lockdowns, like, we couldn't go anywhere. So while people were making banana bread, I was like, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to learn how to edit. Good. And so I learned to, like, Photoshop and stuff. And I was just like, let me. And I feel like a lot of times people are like, oh, I don't know. It's like, there's so many resources, like, YouTube. Like, you don't have to go straight to, I don't know, like, the Photoshop and, like, spend the hundred. Like, there's videos and stuff, resources to learn all that. Because I feel like a lot of people want to, but they're like, oh, like, I I don't know where to go or, like, I don't, like, how, is it really that simple to get, like, attached to it? It's like, no, like, do that. Take your time. Like, you're not going to get it overnight. Like, a lot of us expect to have these pristine video editing skills, like, overnight. But it's like, it takes time. You it can't takes just so much time. be like, oh, I'll just wait. Like, just, like, try it and go for it. Absolutely, yeah. Like, I still am Googling and YouTubing things every day <laughs> for the most minute detail on Photoshop. So I get it. It'd be real, like... Do oats, can they be milk? What (laughs) other milks are there? (laughs) I'm like, why is ruler showing on Photoshop how to go away? Like every day there's something something small, but there's nothing wrong with it. And then now people are using like TikTok as a search engine, which I did not know. That's the thing. I mean, I usually just go in there and be like, Oh, Alex Earls, get ready with me. <laughs> like, 
Alex Earl contour. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I when I I love food so much, and for me, I use TikTok now to find places to eat. Like when I was coming here, I just went on to TikTok like best New York City eats, and I like it so much more than like a long list from a publication. Well, that's great. I like to see people eating, and I like to see and visualize everything, and I think it's great. And like speaking of food, like your food content, like how do you decide number one, like recipes and then like which platforms to be like oh this should be a longer breakdown Mm -hmm. for like YouTube compared to like your short form like on TikTok oh my god that's a great a great question that I'm still dealing with to this day (laughs) it's honestly like this year I really am trying to focus more on short form for so long I feel like as a a long time YouTuber I've been like no it's okay until finally I woke up I'm like okay either I can adapt and I can you know grow with everybody or I can stay I can stay if I want to but I'm not going to be able to grow if I'm not adapting so (laughs) I am currently figuring that out I think when I have um, recipes for me I think more so just like the duration of how long it's going to take for a recipe. Like if it's going to be a shorter recipe and it's easy and quick I think on TikTok more people are looking for just quick easy Mm -hmm. cheap meals and then I think on YouTube people want to kind of practice more of like the techniques of cooking and and the stylization of cooking so I think that is like a little bit more of a an intense uh intensive sort of recipe on the YouTube channel but again I'm trying to figure that out right now I (laughs) don't even know (laughs) listen there's so many like we have reels we have to think there's so many things like I can't keep up so it's like we all just have to like just throw stuff at the wall until like we figure it out exactly yeah 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 I remember Emma Chamberlain came on my podcast and she was saying that in the beginning of her career she did like 30 days of different videos on her channel and just made them completely different and then once one of those took off she's like this is my thing now and just started doing that and I thought that was it stuck with me so much because I was like maybe that's just the way we need to look at all content just seeing what sticks and running with that and that's so true like i've talked to so many like creators and social media people like oh like yeah i don't have a formula like i just like try something and if it sticks it does and sometimes like the stuff that does stick is like the one i put the least amount of effort in and which blows my mind because it's it's always the one where you're like Oh, yeah, I just, like, filmed, like, my workout and then put it a voiceover and they're, like, the ones to, like, take off, which is crazy compared to the one that somebody's like, oh, I did this huge, like, influencer trip to Dubai. Ah, <laughs> yes! Yes! And, like, <laughs> now me still being talked Let's talk about it. <laughs> that is so funny. Well, I actually have to say, I was an OG tar- tripping with Tart girly. I went on, like, the – it's so funny because, obviously, TikTok has gotten so big in the past couple of years, but – um, I went like on the Bora Bora trip. I've done all those things. So it was so funny to see the discourse <laughs> on TikTok because I was like, this isn't new. Like we've been like yeah. they've been doing brand trips forever. But I thought it was very interesting. No, it's so funny because there's been a lot of like I've, I've been in that rabbit hole like for the last weekend. Yeah. yeah. And there's been so many like brand strategists and ex Sephora employees being like people. We've been doing these trips since like 2009. Yeah. Like, you guys are just now seeing it on a larger scale. Like I remember like the huge benefit ones that like Jeffree Star, Manny yes. MUA, yes. and like all of them would go on. And then like the original like Tarte ones that like yes. Jacqueline and all of them would do with Becca Cosmetics and stuff. And then like I'm waiting for Fenty Beauty to do one because I feel like when oh. Fenty Beauty does one, it's going to be like, like pop up at the Super yeah, Bowl. Like, That's, <laughs> like, that is the excursion. <laughs> like, Ryan is like, surprise. Yes, like, they come shooting out of cannon. I have a hundred new shades. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I mean, I think obviously because of COVID, so many brand trips have been, 
I mean, she's non-existent, but I thought it was just so interesting to see people losing their minds. But I guess it's just because they're being exposed to something that seems so foreign when it yeah. has been around for so long. Yeah, it's just like it was just on Instagram and it was like mostly static images yeah. where it was like, oh, the group pitch. Oh, there's oh, there's my favorite yes. next to, oh. And then you click on their like tag and then, but now that we have like TikTok and stuff, like people can see on such a larger scale yeah. versus like us waiting like months to see like the YouTube vlog yes, of like if you even get the yeah. vlog like, <laughs> completely actually that's so yeah. so true yeah like because I because I remember like I was like in one of the comments across like I can't believe that that and everybody was like girly like this has been going yeah. on. just like reading those but it's like this new group like they. I do understand, yeah. though, why it does look crazy yeah. <laughs> because it is the most, like, luxurious vacation you could ever imagine. I totally understand uh, that. The villas. It's, cr- it's crazy. And even when you're there, you're like, take this in because this will never happen yeah, to me again. Like, never again. The Bora, like, the Bora Bora one, I think it was Benefit. Was that, was the last ones that, oh, that was Tart. That was Tart, yeah. I was like, what? Like, that was just. I got on the plane. I was like, what? is happening and the whole tribulation I were just like this will never happen again so like really like really lock it into your memory <laughs> it takes pictures of the sea no I, ha- I have probably like 3,000 pictures from that one oh trip gosh, but yes I love, a, I love a brand trip <laughs> I know yes like I'm waiting brand trips if you're listening Oatly yes if you want to do an oat milk one yes call me love like, Oatly like I'm trying to push being a milk influencer Wait, I for love the dairy free era that's amazing <laughs> so I'm, always, I'm that's my like lucky girl syndrome oh, manifestation yes <laughs> I'm really pushing that out there. I love, you know what? Very niche, but also necessary. Right? Because, like, nobody's talking about, but but everybody is having, like, this dairy-free air right now. I mean, I love dairy-free. Put me to the front. Yes. And, like... Macadamia milk. Speak it into existence, yes. Oh, almond, cashew. All of them. Pistachio, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Pistachio cold brew. (laughs) That actually sounds kind of good. so good, yeah. (laughs) But speaking of just like branding and stuff, like I know you also do like merch and stuff. I know a lot of creators that we're seeing like uh, beauty ones who go on to do makeup lines or skincare ones going to do skincare. Like, how did you decide to like scale and do merch or like what types of products and stuff that you put out? Like, fabulous question. I think, uh, I mean, I've made my fair share of mistakes in the last 10 years of doing this and trying things that maybe, um, you know, weren't necessarily in my niche, but just trying to see. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Uh, but merch, I feel like, is just such a, YouTuber thing to do. I know it's like an influencer thing, but specifically YouTube, you think of people like, um, you know, Jenna Marbles, literally like anybody. And they've had like crazy Colleen Ballinger, like anyone that you love, they have like a full merch store at all times. And I was always just so scared to do merch because I was like, no one likes me. No one's going to buy it. (laughs) So I didn't really launch merch until I think maybe like two years ago. So I went eight years without doing any sort of uh, apparel merch. And my friends are always like, do it, do it, do it. Like people are going to love it. I was like, no, they hate me. They hate me. They're not going to want it. And then I put it out. It sold out like in an hour. And I was like, oh, this is so exciting. And it's been such a fun experience for me to be able to just make something that my viewers can tangibly hold, wear, um, you know, see in public, things like that. That's been really, really cool. And then I've also released uh, a couple, like, collaborations. I did one with Nut Pods, which is a a dairy-free coffee creamer. I told you I love dairy-free, but I love, like, I love coffee. um, And I loved Nut Pods as a brand in general. And then when I got the opportunity, I was like, well, this is amazing. It goes so well with the food brand, obviously, Cooking with Remy. And then I've also been able to collaborate on a spatula with William Sonoma and No Kid Hungry um, and have that in William Sonoma stores, which is really cool. So I think now, from what I've learned up to this point, 
it's obviously best to create merchandise or to do collaborations that are in the niche of whatever content you're making. So I'm trying to stay in the food world now. So we're going to do food things. I love that. And like, that's also a good point too, because I feel like now a lot of people are like entering the space for the first time and they're like, oh, I want to do a partnership like Charlie with Duncan or with Williams-Sonoma, but like, I don't know how to go about it. Do you feel like the best thing to do is like not wait for these brands to like approach you, but like DM them or like brands always say like, oh, DM us, whatever. Yeah. Like, do you feel like that's kind of like what you recommend people to do? Like, Absolutely. I think shoot your shot. And then also I think there's nothing better than just obviously organic integration. So if you love the brand, like I love Nut Pods and I was using them for so long and then I would just post them, tag them, and then they eventually saw it. And I think that's where the collaboration came to be. And then um, same with like William Snow, same with like anything really. If you love the brand and you just want to genuinely post it, they're going to see it. If you keep tagging, you keep sharing. And then also you grow that relationship with your audience where they're like, oh, Remy, and you cor- they correlate it. Mm-hmm. Remy likes Nut Pods. So when the Nut Pods came out, they were like, this is amazing. I'm like, people already know that I love it because I do love it. And it was like a dream come true. True. Yeah, because I feel like in the past, like in the early, like we would see people be like, why is so-and-so like selling like, like eye patches? Yeah. Like she doesn't even like what? Yeah. And it's like people are now able to really point it out and be like, if this is like genuinely something you want to do or is it like a cash grab? And like now because of we're so like locked into cognizance of it, we can tell, like you said, like, oh, is Remy doing this just for whatever? Or yeah. does this make sense part of her brand? Exactly. exactly. And so I feel like that's the key. Like you don't want to just like say yes to the first DM or inbox you get, but like make sure it truly aligns to your content. Because if you just say like, oh yeah, whatever, like your audience is going to be like, okay, like we don't really know who you are. This is like, you're not doing genuine stuff. And like, it just goes downhill from there. Absolutely. I think there's also no problem if you are offered a sponsorship or any sort of deal or collaboration to try out the product first and like say like, oh, I would love to, you know, potentially, but I need to try the product, give it a real shot. If I love it, then absolutely. But I do think so many creators just say yes because they're not, you know, because of the check. And then they don't think about that. So I think that there's no problem in asking too. And I've had some brands actually be like, no, sorry, we don't have time to send you the product, but do you want to do it? I'm like, no, I don't want to do it yeah. if I can't try it out. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's like you don't want to like get like a product and that's like it burns your face or yeah. whatever. And then like you're stuck because there's so many that are like, oh, like you have to do, now do a review. And it's Absolutely. like, um, I actually don't like it. But then they'll be like, best mascara I've ever used. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, babe, you lost your eye and you got a cyst. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like best mascara where? <laughs> Oops, told you this. Oops. <laughs> it's so true, though. It is true. I think there's no problem in asking, no problem in trying, and just being like 10 steps ahead, I think, of everything is the best way you can go about your business. No, that's so true. So anybody, like, don't be afraid to, like, even be like, hey, like, do you have collaborations? Or, hey, like, and especially, like, I've heard a lot of brands say, like, come with an idea and we'll take you more, like, seriously. Like, I don't love just, that. like, even be like, oh, I'd love to do a jean collab with you. Like, mm-hmm. no, be like, hey, I want to do this jean collab with you for Pride Month and have X amount of proceeds go to this organization to support X, Y, and Z. Love or that. I want to work with this uh, with you guys as a food brand and have this much go-, go to like for kids who are affected by X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just be like, I want free jeans. I like, love no. yeah. You're so right. Yeah, like this is what my content would look like. I would like to do like these sorts of posts. So true. Yeah, like I, I forgot who said that, but somebody. 
said that to me in passing, and I was like, oh, maybe that's what I did wrong with safely. <laughs> I was like, it should be like, I love soap. I love you. I love soap. <laughs> I'm clean. Like, I love handwashing. I wash either. laundry. <laughs> laundry is good. You can go on Sunday. <laughs> hey, Chris. Like, hey, hey, bestie. <laughs> hey, KJ. Hey. <laughs> You've been looking really good lately. Yeah. Love the Christmas pics. <laughs> <laughs> and the wig looked so good. <laughs> um, and then, like, for my, like, last question, like, um, what advice do you have for those who are looking to, I mean, we've kind of touched on it. Like, you kind of just have to get started. But any of those who are like, oh, like, the, I want to be a content creator or a brand to our listeners. Like, oh, I'd love to work with creators, but I don't know how to best, like, approach them to figure mm. out, like, what works with us. Mm-hmm. I think um, from the creator standpoint, again, I think there was such an era of, I want to say YouTube again just because my brain's always on YouTube, but just in general social media where highly produced content definitely was hyped at one point. But I think we're also getting back, especially with TikTok, in the era of just phone content, like kind of, I say crunchy, but just like crunchy content, you know, not the best edited. It doesn't need to be like flash or anything like that. So I think uh, don't overwhelm yourself with the idea of needing like expensive equipment, expensive editing software, whatever it may be. Like you can use phone apps to do it. You can use your iPhone. You can use whatever camera you have laying around. Like you can do that. Uh, So don't worry about the quality and just create content because in time with practice, it's going to get better. It's not going to be good from the start. And then I think if you're a brand and you want to reach out, I think um, I love the idea of finding like smaller creators and uplifting them and finding obviously creators that just go well with whatever campaigns are going on. um, And that just really fit the voice and the like just the vibe of your company. I think that's really important too. But yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, I feel like now, like, I remember when I was at VidCon last year, like, people were saying, I was, like, telling one of the creators' workshops I was in, and I was like, yeah, I had a TikTok, but I stopped posting because, like, it was weird, and they were, like, just, po- <laughs> they are like, literally just post. Yeah. Like, you're overanalyzing. And I was like, no, like, I can't. I'm shy. <laughs> and they were like, bro, you've been in the front, like, screaming, like, the whole... <laughs> Shy where? <laughs> Homest is shy. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? They're right. Like you said, like, just post. Like Just post. Like, don't worry. Like, everybody's not going to like everything you do. Like you're, And I feel like we get so in our heads, like, oh, like, I looked weird. Why did I make that face? Or, it's like, just post. just post. Like, nobody cares. And then, like, from the brand aspect, that's so true. Because a lot of times, like, I feel like brands to be like, oh, we want Kindle for this campaign. Or we want whatever. And it's like, what about, like, I don't know. Uh, Margaret, who's 30, who has, like, two dogs, lives in suburban Michigan, who aligns with, like, your organic pet food brand more than, like, getting Kindle to do it. Absolutely. You're going to, like, she's going to be more involved, more Mm hands-on, less hands to go through for approval Uh in that aspect. So I feel like brands are now getting to that where it's like, okay, we don't have to always do, like... The, the numbers, Yeah, the number thing. Yeah. uh, The number thing was such a... It's so big. And also... I feel like a big wave, too, is is there even a return on investment in some of the larger creators? And, like, sometimes I think also small creators actually have a way better ROI mm-hmm. than a large creator, I think, most times, honestly. So I think that makes a lot more sense. And I think also just, again, like, finding someone that actually aligns with your company and consistently in their content, you can see that coming through. That's the most important thing overall, especially because when you're looking for new consumers or customers for your company, you want them to also, they're going to align with a creator who actually resonates with what the brand stands for. Yeah, they're going to be like, "Um, I can't relate to Kendall and her dog, but I can relate to this girl because she looks like one of my best friends or my sister or my aunt or whatever. And I see it more organically flown through in a day-to-day than 
so a celebrity who has like a stylist or whatever. Absolutely. So it just like makes it more natural. Uh, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> but Remy, thank you so much for being here and all this advice, the good vibes and we need to do a brand trip if you're listening. We are only brand trip. Thank you for having yeah. me. I can't wait to go to the oat factory. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. How great was this episode? If you were like me, you probably took a lot of notes and have a lot of questions and comments. So if you do, feel free to add us at Adweek across Twitter, Instagram, all the social medias. And we'd love to hear from you all. And feel free to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That always helps us. And we can't wait to hear from you all and see you in the next episode. So bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Young Influentials, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Aarons, and edited by Lane McGibney at Bountwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.